Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. We are comedians living in Hollywood, bringing you the fun and funny wrestling each and every week. Why? Because we love wrestling. We know how hungry you are for wrestling talk and wrestling chats and wrestling podcasts. We're going to bring you the funny tidbits that slip through the cracks. Yeah, or that's it's just wide open, bent oh. over, fixing your fridge. Yeah, or it's just they can't get through the cracks. They're just talking about big old globs of pasta that got stuck in the drain after you've done all the dishes. Yeah. The wrestling dishes. Yeah, we are the cracks in all of wrestling um, that fills with mold. Yeah. We are that mold. We, uh, look, comedy makes the world go around, guys. Was that it? That's your... Yeah. <laughs> that's just the nugget of... Comedy makes the world go around. Yeah, put it on the new American flag. Top of the hour. Oh, the Mexa, Mexica America? That's dead, Steve. No, no, no. The new American flag is the the neon one. The neon one? Yeah, you know, neon red stripes, neon white stripes, neon blue stripes. And... Is that another faction other than the League of Nations? Uh, which I hadn't heard about until mere moments ago, which I yes. think is a great, great name for a faction. Our pre-podcast banter. Yeah, the pre-podcast banter, guys, you're really missing out. It's really how Scott and I connect with each other before we get on the air and just tear each other new buttholes. Yes, speaking of new buttholes, this episode is sponsored by Pro Wrestling Loot. That's not a butthole. <laughs> not at all. What a, speaking of wrestling. No, 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 no. The great thing is. We all got buttholes, right, everybody? <laughs> Let me know if you want me to go back. They are a sponsor, right? No, of course they are. Okay. Yes, but see, the thing is... Everybody has buttholes, Scott, but not everybody has wrestling delivered to them on a basis determined a by subs- that of the company. On a subscription. Yeah. Right to your door. Imagine if everything was just delivered to you all the time. Like, imagine if food was just brought to you all the time. Imagine, like, it's like you're living like a king. Look, you don't have to do anything. You don't even have to wipe your own butt. That's what it's like being a king, having pro wrestling loot delivered straight to your door every month. You get a subscription, and they bring you things. You're like, I would like a new shirt. Because you know what happens when you live like a peasant? Your clothes fall off your body in in what I call filth disintegration. Exactly. Filth disintegration. Or you have a tragic accident where you're some lowly peasant, and you go all the way to some huge extravagant event like a WrestleMania. And you see a shirt on the on the wall and you go, I must have that shirt. It has Bray Wyatt and Undertaker and you buy it right there in person. And then you say the size of the shirt that you want and then you get it. And you go, this isn't right. Yeah. And, and then, then you take it and you run with it and you, you do the best you can with it. And then you never wear that shirt. Anymore. You never wear that shirt, but online you could tell them specifically, I wear this size shirt. So when you include the bundle with all the stuff in it, with autographs, with DVDs, with Mm -hmm. all this merchandise, Mm -hmm. this shirt Mm -hmm. will be a specific Mm -hmm. size. Mm -hmm. Why, I am a double XL. Mm -hmm. There shan't be a mistake with that. Obey him, internet. (laughs) Obey! (laughs) So you can make sure you got it all. And then you don't have to lift a finger after you hit click. You know, with the final order and the promo code you want to use is Scott. That's S-C-O-T-T to get 10% off your first crate. That helps support this show. That helps support Pro Wrestling Loot. And that helps support your habit. And look, that's all the only time wrestling. you're going to have to use your fingers is to type in that uh, that passcode. That's right. And then once the box arrives, you can just gum it open. That Yeah, you gum it open. You may want to send a picture or a video of you opening up your uh, Pro Wrestling Loot to us at Curtain Jerks. You can do that on Facebook or Twitter. I'd love to check that stuff out. 
I'll retweet it. I'll post it up there. Have a good old conversation with you. See if you got better stuff than me. See uh, all the other months of what could come. Include a glass of wine. If you're taking a picture <laughs> of you opening a loot crate, you can just say hashtag mommy time. You know, the kids are gone to bed. You're opening up your loot crate box, you know, wrestling crate and a glass of wine. Guys, what could be better? See, that's how close minded I am because I picture, I picture I'm talking to mostly fellas that aren't having mommy time or it's some extravagant thing. that They're like, yeah, it's mommy time. And that's your wrestling time. I know that's how I kick time. off my shoes every night. And it's a, it's a good way to kick off your shoes. I know I've enjoyed my pro wrestling loot. I was watching my PWG DVD the other night and watching all these guys just rock the house. Uh, 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 Austin Aries was being great and lipping off in front of the crowd. Uh, it was good stuff. Joey Ryan was an awesome DVD. And that's just one of the months. And you can enjoy this all for yourself. Go to ProWrestlingLoot.com. Use the promo code SCOTT. Get 10% off your first crate. If you don't do it, you're a butthole. Yeah. Them, them's the rules. Yeah. Okay, Steve, last week, it was our Thanksgiving episode, we were preparing the meal. We didn't go into all things that were Survivor Series. We talked with uh, Steve Vinoni. I thoroughly cherish that episode. If you haven't heard that episode, that's me and Steve shooting shit um, uh, from all of our wrestling journeys from the past. But we have major fallout from Survivor Series. We have a new champion. And then on top of that, a new champion. Yeah, and on top of that... Uh, a, a successful Survivor Series. Uh, did you survive? Did you survive, Scott? It's debatable. Did you survive? It's debatable. Did you survive? It's debatable. Well, your couch didn't. Did you watch it on a couch? I did, actually. Oh, great. Did I you... watched it with a friend of the show, Troy Barton. Oh, excellent. Housemate. Excellent. And we were both not impressed. Uh, I liked... God, what did I like about it? <laughs> No, Seth Rollins wasn't there. This is in real time, everybody. There's no editing going yeah. on in this. Um. This is the segment of Steve Sears. What did I like about it? Undertaker <laughs> was there. Yep, Undertaker was there. But did Steve like that? That is the question. In the segment of... Oh, I did, did like bray wyatt he enjoyed bray wyatt who didn't wrestle in the match he was a bit of a bit of a gimme though liking bray wyatt Mm -hmm. um seems like it's a consistent liking there wasn't anything unique about that experience kevin owens kevin owens yes was on the show faced can't seem to remember who kevin owens even faced in the show deaner dean ambrose deaner faced the deaner (laughs) Mm -hmm. there was a tournament right there was the conclusion of a tournament which steve has yet to weigh in on whether or not he liked it roman reigns fought who did he fight somebody for the oh dean ambrose two competitors actually he also fought alberto del rio in this tournament yeah honestly the dean ambrose and roman reigns thing i thought i wanted it to be more special but it was so 10 minutes as a main event wasn't enough for you? No, it really wasn't. Yeah, that's what a lot of people said. I guess I hadn't realized how short it was. The problem that I had with it um, that I felt right away was the conclusion of everything. You've seen this, people. Don't act like I'm spoiling anything. We have Roman Reigns beat Dean Ambrose, confetti drops, has the title, Authority comes down. It's all the questions of, well, do they want him as the face of the company? They said they didn't. Uh, Roman Reigns attacks Triple H. And then Sheamus comes in, cashes money in the bank, is then the new face of the company. Well, 
Steve and I saw this two years ago at SummerSlam. Pretty much, moment for moment, the exact same thing happened. A couple of different beats, but goddamn if it's not just about the same thing with Daniel Bryan, John Cena, Randy Orton, and Triple H. Uh, who cashed in? <laughs> it was Randy Orton that cashed in. Uh, it was SummerSlam, and it was Daniel Bryan versus John Cena. Yeah. And Triple H was a special referee. Yeah, Triple H okay. not being the head of authority, not wanting Daniel Bryan to be the new face of the WWE. Same thing, and it all plays out, and Orton comes, cashes in, Triple H turns on him. Like, it's all, it all felt just the same. And I get wrestling stuff well, I repeats liked it. itself. I think I liked it more back then because everybody liked Daniel Bryan. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> and that's sort of the punishing factor of this is like, we don't want Roman Reigns to be the face of the company. Us either. <laughs> yeah, there's and there's nothing wrong with that guy. The only bad part about him being the face of the company is he wears a tactical vest, which may upset some parents that were involved with their children having a, a school shooting. So it's 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 unsettling to them. Like that's about it, really, would be the only reason why you go uh, my, oh, not my, him. my big problem would be put a big old target on his chest. I don't think that's a body armor. I think that's just a tactical vest, Scott. <laughs> so I think if anything, I just think it's really impractical strategically. It is I, in fact I find it to be incredibly untactical. It's well, it's like the Batman symbol. That's yeah. where he puts the extra armor so bad guys shoot him. That's we true. learned that in Arkham Knight. Yeah, I learned that's actually in uh, Dark Knight Returns. We learned that in Arkham Knight. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if you were, if they, when they cut, they someone has a video online where they cut together all of the footage of Arkham Knight. Yeah. And it is five hours worth of cutscenes. Oh, that's way longer than the main event of Survivor Series. Way that longer. sounds badass. Way longer. I would have preferred Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns in a five hour battle. Ooh, Iron Man, huh? Yeah, Iron Man. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I, so I, I love, I mean, I love seeing Ambrose. I thought Ambrose delivered. Ambrose he was fantastic was cool. the whole time. A lot of people did a very good job in a show that didn't, I don't know, I didn't have a big problem with. A lot of the show. There wasn't anything leading up to me wanting to watch Monday Night Raw. Like, Undertaker won. Uh, you know, obviously, they destroyed them. Mm. Kane didn't really do anything in the whole thing. Like, he didn't have a big role. It was all about Undertaker. The Wyatts lost. Um, there was just nothing that happened. It's like, oh, and now it's, and now it's two guys that are neutered by scripted promos all the time. Roman Reigns and Sheamus that are going to go to battle at TLC. Well, I don't care. Like I, that's what I felt in that no, moment. No, I like, completely agree with you. I think I also with Seamus, like whenever he had the, I completely forgot that he had the money in the bank. And like every time I saw him, I was like, oh, he's carrying the money in the bank briefcase. I wonder when he's gonna give that back to whoever he took it from. <laughs> like it. <laughs> Sorry, this is yours. <laughs> yeah, I never ever thought that he was ever like at risk of doing something dangerous. And even when he did it, it wasn't. It was like. I guess it's not Roman Reigns, but it's another guy who I'm kind of, you know, <laughs> waving at from afar. Yeah, it's just another muddled character that it's nothing on the performer. It's it's uh, neither one of them. Roman Reigns is a very good wrestler. Sheamus is also a very good wrestler. They'd never be where they were if they didn't if they weren't good. So everybody's good, but right now and what's been for the past couple months, no one's been exceptional. And when I'm watching the world title i want these guys to be exceptional brock lesnar 
is exceptional. I feel the same way about Seth Rollins. I think Seth Rollins is exceptional. He's been especially exceptional. He's he's been he's been blowing everybody away, and uh, that's also with the character and owning that character. And to me, Roman's not big enough. Like it's not enough of anything. And Shame is same thing. It's not enough of anything. You know so what I, I think it out. is? I think it is. It's uh, him walking through the crowd. I think if anything. I'd get super psyched out just because I'd be like, oh, God, there's all these strangers. Like, I'm just trying to do a job, guys. I have mm-hmm. a performance I'm trying to prepare for. Pat, 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 high five, fist bump, fist bump, pat, high five, nachos on my face. You know. Did you say exceptional character? Uh, could you turn off that camera, please? Tyler Breeze, what are you doing here? I heard you talking about things that were exceptional and great characters that would rise to the top. That's Tyler Breeze. Yeah, I. That's me. I understand the implication. I just. Uh, Scott and I just never. I didn't even know you were on the Scott. Do you? I. He's not even on the character. Excuse me. <laughs> the guest docket today. Don't undermine these people by calling them characters They're, like that. Look, I understand that sometimes it gets a little muddled, and the wrestler becomes the character, and the character is the wrestler because they're so intertwined. You gotta be 110% all the time. Tyler Breeze, I don't know. What percent would you say you are? 113%. Oh. 113. Do you know why? My first match ever. On NXT? God, that was so yesterday. My first match ever on the WWE main roster. Oh, on Raw? Was on Raw to get in the tournament. Oh, that's right. Uh, And where did you place? For the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Well, where did you place in the tournament? I was in the running. Uh, okay. I was in the running. Semi quarterfinals. I, I was in there. I where where were you? Oh, I was watching. Where were you? I was watching. Where were you? I was watching from the stands. Uh, from actually farther farther from that actually, I was. Oh, watching. couldn't afford a ticket. No, I couldn't. Couldn't afford a ticket. No. Too bad. Yeah. So, so sad. <laughs> I don't. Mr. Breeze, I don't believe you. Oh, you're right. I don't feel for you at all. Yeah, okay. I appreciate the odyssey. I just feel like you're being a little facetious right now. It's because I am the greatest that is yet to be crowned champion. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. Uh, now, do you have a manager right now or a valet? Am I uh, Am I understanding that I correct? have a partner. A tag partner? No. <laughs> God. <laughs> Are you for real? Look, I'm just trying to... Are are you? Because I'm for real. Are you for real? I was born from a queef. Oh, I am Tyler Breeze. That, well, now the Breeze makes sense. There is none other like me. Oh, well, I agree. I am exceptional to the rule. What's the rule? Uh, <laughs> Just put your head down and get the work done? No, thanks. <laughs> Heads up, not doing a thing. Now... Breeze, man, can I call you Breeze? I prefer you call me Tyler. Uh, well, Tyler, uh, going into TLC, what do you think your biggest like your biggest challenge is going to be? My biggest challenge is going to be, uh, what fuzzy boots do I wear? Do oh, I like, go for turquoise or aquamarine? Uh, this, they seem startlingly similar. Are you? For real, right now, are you even for real? Could I put my hand through you? I know if you put your 
Okay, that's that's gross. Me. I'm real. Do you bathe? I do bathe. Yes. Every day. I'm an avid bather. Twice a day. Mm, on occasion, if it's the summertime. Three times a day. No. I... Gross. <laughs> gross. You're a three-time bather. No, five times a day. Are we talking baths or showers? One each. What? You shower to get everything off, and then you bathe in the glory that is your body. Oh, okay. Wait, well, that would mean shower, bath. That's two. Shower, bath. And then you end shower, on... bath. Shower, bath. Shower, bath. Shower, bath. Shower, bath. Oh, so it's five, like... I'm in between shower and bath right now. Okay. Well, so Tyler, that's why I have a selfie stick, so I don't electrocute myself. I th- that's very safe. So, but what is your challenge going into uh, uh, TLC? Getting on the card. Ugh. <laughs> Vince McMahon has taken exception to me because I rule. Do you think you're going to be cutting a promo then if you don't have a match? You think your your presence will be known? I will be all over WWE.com with exclusive breaking selfie news wow. if oh. Vince McMahon doesn't keep my feud going with Dolph Ziggler. I believe it's Ziggler, isn't it? Oh my god, are you for real? Are you for real? I, I hope to god I am. <sighs> Uh, now, where could people find your selfies? Where are they posted? Is that on your uh, Twitter? Is there anything you want to plug right now? Um, gorgeous is my Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's how you say it. Mm, gorgeous. Is that two M's? That's 17 M's. Okay. Anything else is not verified and don't trust it. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram. Okay. And you can find me on Friendster. Okay. You can find me on MySpace. Oh, wow. Okay. And you can find me on Ask Jeeves. Oh, okay. I don't rule out any social media. Now, what would I... you want to be everywhere. What would I ask Jeeves to find you on Ask Jeeves? A gift for my Amazon wish list. Uh, that's... I would just ask? You'd ask Jeeves, what gift should I give Tyler oh. for being so exceptional and because he rules? What's uh, one of the top gifts that you have on your Amazon wish list for your fans to pick up for you? Mad Max on Xbox One. Oh, the the video game? That's right. Okay. All right. It's because uh, Summer Rae likes those games a lot, so I get them for her. Oh, are you you not a gamer? You're a watcher? I'm not a gamer. I'm a watcher. Oh, okay. And she's a... She's a bit of a simple person. I'm just using her to get my foot in the door. Oh, very interesting that anyone would use Summer Ray to get some sort of push in the WWE. What's that mean? What? What? what how so? I just, it's interesting to me. Who would I use? Rosa Mendez? Oh! <laughs> <Ugh! laughs> you can't be for real! Uh, Ty- he- Scott, he just ran out. What happened? I don't know, but he left his selfie stick. Did you mention Rosa Mendez? Yeah, what's wrong with Rosa Mendez? Dude! What? What happened? Don't do that! What happened to... Who's Rosa... Plague of death! What happened to Rosa Mendez? It's worse than saying Chris Benoit. What? Really? No. (laughs) Oh, that'd be... I would feel so out of touch. (laughs) And I already feel so out of touch. Steve, this is... uh, This brings up something I was gonna uh, bring up. Uh... You feel out of touch. You don't watch a lot of wrestling from week to week. No. It's because it's part of it is it's. Hey, uh, look, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm going to take a picture of my tonsils real quick with uh, Tyler Breeze's selfie stick. Oh, we left it behind. Yeah. Ah, (laughs) Take it. Take it. (laughs) It's a selfie stick. You do it. Oh. Did you get it? No, I can't. What do I press? 
the button at the end of the selfie stick. Because then, why it, would I press then, it at the at the end? Like, if, if no matter what, I'm holding it, I still have to touch the phone. Because don't you see it clamps and it touches the button for you? Oh, it's otherwise sort of... a selfie stick is pretty stupid. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess it looks more like a golf putter to me. It does. It does. Now, uh, Steve, wrestling being out of touch and playing golf. Wrestling scattered all over the place. I went and visited my parents for the holidays, and they had cable, so I was able to have more show options at my fingertips, which was great. And then realized when I come back home, like, oh, yeah, I don't want to pirate anything, and I don't want to sign up for a website. I want to watch everything on my TV. I've made this very clear in the past. But one of the shows that I thought that doesn't interest me greatly, I've seen one episode but that seems up your alley because a long time ago, you're like, I'm going to watch all the Total Divas. I love it. I saw 10 minutes of it and it was the best. It was fantastic. That episode was called Total Stevas. Yeah. Uh, I think you should watch Breaking Ground. Oh, I, I did see a little bit of Breaking Ground in the Survivor Series pre-show. Yeah. I was very impressed. Uh, William Shatner is the narrator. That's right, Steve. Yeah. Soon to be WWE Hall of Famer for narrating Breaking Ground. Oh, no shit. Uh, it was, yeah, I was really impressed by it. They, uh, what I, did you see? What happened? Um, they were just sort of, like, there's this 19 year old, like kid who's just a total beef heart. And he, what's that? What's a beef heart? I was going to say beefcake, but beef heart just made more sense. Like he's just got a lot of <laughs> like heart. He's going to die soon. No, he's got a lot a of heart and heart. he looks like a giant beef heart. Like he's just, there's like this 19 year old kid who was like, I know how big an opportunity this is for me. And he just like. Uh, conditioning wise, they were really giving him a hard time because he couldn't keep up. Well, it's like you're a 19 year old kid. I mean, uh-huh. I understand the, the entire point is to make sure that everybody's in top physical conditioning, right? But like, they were really nailing how like he just can't fucking do it. And like, was William it Shatner, Albert giving him shit for it? Because uh, that's the guy where it's like you're not in the Albert top. wasn't like Albert was like here and there, but there's like this British guy who was chiming in who we like regal not regal i thought it was regal it's just another guy i'd never seen before okay he's got the regal hair though Ooh, like where it's parts in the middle kind of going long not too long but you don't know the guy's name the 19 year old kid beefheart i codename beefheart (laughs) daniel beefheart codename beefheart okay well Um, this is gonna be really hard to follow when you give me reports all the time like i don't know his name i'm gonna call him this but I think what I really Laptop what I really liked about it was seeing sort of people training in the performance center and like trying to make like when NXT feels like it's sort of like the big time like that's really interesting to me because then you just get an extra step to the process and you just see these people going for it that was really right. interesting to me and like you get to see some of them like there was a barbecue that they were all at and getting to see them sort of chill together seemed really interesting too I've heard there's a lot of Chipotle uh bowl eating i'm sure like cut out those tortillas nothing but beef and and lettuce Mm -hmm. yeah well i hope you watch this show because that's something i'm not gonna watch it like i don't i don't care i only watched it because uh the wwe network on the on the apple tv (laughs) was like forcing (laughs) us to watch it like until we watched the encore of survivor series and I made Mickey get out the Roku so we could just watch Survivor Series from where it was already. <laughs> oh, really? It was forcing you to watch in real time no matter what? Yeah. No, no, no. on demand. It wouldn't let us watch it in real time. Weird. Yeah. So they were like, the pay-per-view is now ended. You have to wait till the encore to start. So we had to watch the 30-minute pre-show. So we were watching Breaking Ground. I was like, I'd rather us just start Survivor Series. I so, see. like immediately as soon as the broadcast is done it should be available on the network and it was via roku it was not via apple tv Mm. 
Well, that's shady. But I'll check it out. I it, whenever they sort of go out of like network and to like to produce any of the reality shows, like the right. last Tough Enough was amazing. Opposed to the first three Tough Enoughs, you know, or eight Tough Enoughs or however many. Mm-hmm. The one that Stone Cold hosted was incredible. They got a lot of reality TV veterans. Right. Uh, Breaking Ground, from what I saw, is more of like, what I like about it was more of like the documentary sort of setup. Opposed to like, oh, all this drama is really driving me crazy and I can't get to my boat on time. Blah, John Cena. <laughs> yeah, talking heads. Yeah. Come back for they're all living in a house together. I mean, they do have the talking it's, it's head r- segment, but r- it's not rather than reality drama. Yeah, um, that's fake and amped up. It's it, it is a docu series, a docu drama. I mean, I love Shatner, but I think honestly, I would love to see that show without talking heads and without narration, and just have them be these weird sort of like tone poems of like people sweating and working out really hard and then like calling their parents and crying and being like, I just I want this more than anything, and like using what they're using their words to tell a story but wwe isn't gonna do a like a 19 month (laughs) uh shooting schedule and then cutting it together at the end of that like they're cutting episodes week by week right so in in that sense you get your talking heads so you can narrate itself like so whenever a guy's like passing out you have the talking head say like Man, I was so tired. I was passing out in the ring today. Cut to that. So every time you see something, someone explains or it. Or Samoa Joe going, what a bitch. He passed out in the ring today. Yeah. And then it, it cuts to Samoa Joe outside of the ring saying, this guy's such a bitch because he passed out. Like, that's <laughs> all pee in his mouth. All of reality TV is explaining exactly what you just saw. That's why I don't like the show Arrested Development. Yeah. Uh, Ron Howard, where's Clint? Am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put him on TV. That's a good guy right there. Okay, so if you didn't have... Okay, so say say they come to you and they go, all right, well, we're doing the narration. We can either get William Shatner. Nimoy! Get Nimoy! <laughs> oh, Steve, I got some bad news. Uh, no, I would say get to Kate. <laughs> Just get to Really? Kate. You're only picking from the Star Trek? I saw, oh, fine, jeez. Jonathan Frakes. No, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> no, Deanna Troy. Uh, who played Q? I want that guy. <laughs> I watched some of that uh, the other day. Um, Next generation. Yeah, well, I turned it on when I was watching uh, when I was with my folks. I turned did it on. the batteries fall out of the remote immediately, and you couldn't turn it off. <laughs> no, I would have scrambled for those batteries. <laughs> it was Q, um, in, in one of the Star Trek episodes, and I remember not liking or understanding those episodes much when I was a kid. Um, and boy, when I saw it, it's it was really dated effects in HD, and then Q and. Uh, Jean-Luc Picard doing the Shakespearean back and forth, and my brain was just going, God, this is supposed to be like a space action show, and it's not. No. It's just... It is a weird show when you really sit down and think about it. Yeah. And it was all this, you know, they're taking the goggles off of Geordi LaForge, and you can see now, and then, no, I like it better the way it was. That's Ooh, fine. that's the first season one where he, like, Q starts giving everyone godlike powers. And, yeah, Will Wheaton... Uh, turns into a 25-year-old hunky guy, and everybody gets a boner for him. Yeah. Going, Is that oh, because he's giving everyone their wish? Is that Will Wheaton all grown up? Oh, hi. Like, Will Wheaton wants to grow, like, Wesley wants to yeah. grow up, and, like... Yeah, Wesley, that's it. And then Riker is, like... he Doesn't he give this power to Riker also? And Riker's like, I could do anything, guys. <laughs> Sideburns. <laughs> yeah, this is regulation now. <laughs> Woo-hoo! <laughs> Very strange. I'm sorry, Ensign, but you're not going to be allowed on the bridge until you work on those sideburns. 
Oh, I just shaved today. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, is there anyone of the WWE roster that you would have doing oh. narration? Oh, Mark Henry. Ground? Really? Yeah, I had Mark Henry <laughs> narrate a show in a, in a heartbeat. But all one take, like everything's in. He has one hour to do it. Like it's, they're just going to play all the way through. They give him all the papers. They give him snacks and everything. And he's, Today we're getting a special guest in the WWE Performance Center. Tyler Bees. Wait, is that Bees or Breeze? Anyway, uh, apprentice to the new Breaking Ground trainees is Tyler Pease. I told you, font size 24, not 18. The shit's too tiny. What is this, Diet Coke? Yeah, I like it. It's good. <laughs> yeah, if they keep all the outs. Now, even if they did bloopers or not, Mark Henry, I think, would be a great narrator. Uh, speaking of which, Edge and Christian are going to have a show. Yeah, they are! I heard you guys say something about narration, and who better to narrate than Enzo Amore? Steve, can we wrap up the show? Can we be done for today? Oh, ho, ho, no way. No way are you guys going to get to wrap it up unless it's going to be in a fatty butt. We're all going to suck down the sweet tie stick smoke. Ooh, watch out, WWE performances, because everybody knows the wellness formula is coming for you. What the hell are you talking about, Enzo? Herbs, licorice, a ginseng, ba da ba 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 Make sure your blood's flowing, because you're going to get high. In case there's a new listener uh, that's just catching the show now for the first time, this is Enzo Amore, still in NXT, not on the main roster of WWE. Where else am I going to deal coke every day? <laughs> talking about you're dealing drugs nxt is ready for an ecstasy yeah boom i don't feel like i should warn you because i can't wait for this to happen but i think you're gonna get fired there's no way for you to warn me because you're too soft you can't give me any sort of you can't give me any sort of warning because i'm so hard for the business all right, good. I'm soft, and you're going to be soft in unemployment. Oh, for, for what reason? What possible reason am I going to get fired because I can't move from NXT? You explain it to me when I'm headlining WrestleMania. <laughs> what number WrestleMania is that going to be? Oh, 31? <laughs> Just like the age of my dad? Boom! Okay, well, 31 was last year, so that's not going to happen. Oh, well, 32's coming up just like the age of my mom. How old are you? Oh, I am a sprightly young fellow. Okay, well, uh, dealing drugs is illegal. Who's dealing drugs? You're the one with this big bag of Coke full of tiny little bags. <laughs> Don't do that on me. That's not my Coke. Oh, fingerprints. Fingerprints what? all out of it. No, it's because I was trying to catch it. Look how hard you're getting right now with all that Coke on your hands. I'm not going to... No, no, no. This is your bag of Coke. Oh, you can't handle a bag of Coke? What, are you too soft? Yes, for a bag of Coke, I am. I don't do drugs. You do drugs, Enzo Amore. Oh, I don't do drugs. You never get high off your own supply. Notorious B.I.G. said that. Where's that big, tall blonde of mine? Colin Cassidy? Yeah, where's that big, tall blonde? I, I, I'm beautiful lady. Is big, it, strong, beautiful lady. Are those his drugs? Do you sell him drugs? Ooh, what am I, a snitch? Snitches get stitches. Well, I thought that was cool in wrestling that you get stitches. Nuh-uh, unless you're a dental assistant who's moonlighting as a nurse in an ER. Boom! Soft, hard, adult school! I don't want these drugs. These aren't my drugs. I don't I don't want these drugs. Great! You don't want them. You don't have to pay for them. Let's just put them back where they belong in this steamer trunk I brought with me. Yeah, that, that which says Enzo Amore on it. That's a bumper sticker. Look what's underneath it. <laughs> uh... 
Enzo Amore. Yeah, I put two stickers on. <laughs> okay. Do you, is there anything underneath that other sticker? Yeah, the scraping bottoms of the steamer trunk. You want me to peel off the paint too? No, I just, I thought maybe. Because I can peel a... off paint. I, yes, you can. I got this little paint scraper right here. I'll peel paint all day. I can peel paint too when watching your matches. It's far more entertaining. Oh, that's a bird. Look who's getting hot all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you big pimp. Let me touch those muscles. Get off of me. Mm, ow. Ooh, you want me to shave your head? Look, there's no... I'll give you a cheetah print skin. Look, there's no lack of strength or uh, watchability to you because you are something to see. But I still don't like you. And if you're dealing drugs, you're going to get fired from the WWE. Look, I can't tell you what it's like in Florida, all right? But I can tell you what it tastes like. Full Sail University's a little bit steamy every afternoon. And on every NXT taping, everybody's got a little bit of sweat to mop off their brow. And I'm just there to make sure everybody's got a nice, fun evening at the end of the day. Bing, bang, kabow! Are you selling drugs to all these kids in breaking ground to try and get them out of there to keep your spot? I don't sell drugs. I give drugs away. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I think that's worse. How is that worse? <laughs> that is the spirit of giving. That is Thanksgiving moving into Christ's holiday. Wait, all right? I'd say that's worse because... You're not profiting off them. You're giving them drugs to make sure they fall down a rabbit hole of failure. A rabbit hole? More like a K-hole because everybody's on these horse tranquilizers. I got cocaine and I got a G-Fuel. What is G-Fuel? It's a protein powder energy drink. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a drug. No, it isn't. In fact, if anybody was to ask you for the truth and trust each one of these little baggies, it'd all be G-Fuel. Okay, look. You are not doing any good for anyone, Enzo Amore. Hey, if I was narrating Breaking Ground, I think we could all agree that'd be true. Okay, look, you need to stop handing drugs out to people. You just need to work on what you're working on, listen to Triple H, and maybe someday, God forbid, you'll main event WrestleMania. Thank you. Finally, you're on my side, Scott Narver. Scott Narver wants me to main event WrestleMania. No. I'll be in the guest breakfast line butt-fucking a burrito. <laughs> no, I, I want... No. No. I thought God forbid means that I want God to forbid it. I want God to forbid Enzo Amore main eventing a WrestleMania. Scott, I'm not a very religious guy. Neither am I, but I will become one for this reason. Hey, what do you think he meant when he said he was going to go buttfuck a burrito? I assume he was going to take the back end of a burrito and violate it with his penis. Look, I the forces of nature are pretty terrible with those burritos. They're either frozen hard or they're molten hot once they've been in the microwave. Yeah, Steve, and this is why I am switching to wraps from now on. I am not going to eat any of those burritos. I am staying out of the freezer and going in the fridge. I don't, we have so many guests, and they just putter around in there, and they eat all the breakfast burritos. And by the or time- fuck them. <laughs> By the time I, you know what I fucking found today? I was in the snack room, uh, in the guest breakfast lounge, and someone had left an open bag of sun chips in the chip bag, in the chip basket. You know the basket yeah, with yeah, all the, the chips. Yeah, the basket of all the chips. Yeah, Where so the fun. Grab a little bag of chips that is sealed. I grabbed one, and my hand went into an open bag of chips. Ugh. It was so gross. It was the last salsa sun chip. Oh, that's were there even salsa sun chips in it? Yeah, it was fucking packed. Oh. God, and you don't know what happened to those chips? No, I don't. That's bad. I don't like this. I don't like how this place is being run right now. Look, I'm sorry. In fact, I didn't even know Enzo Amori was going to be a guest today. And if he was... Didn't he's... you check the character list? <laughs> Please, let's not trivialize it by calling character lists. You mean our guest docket? Yes, if that's anything, what I mean. Enzo Amori was supposed to show up at the end of the show. Well, this show's out of whack. Hey, There's still dick blood here. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> By the way, are we? Have we decided if we're gonna have Richard Blood come on as a full time employee at Comedy Podcast Network yet? Well, if he does, he needs to come on Richard Blood and clean up all this dick blood that Ric Flair left from last uh, week. Oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> yes, yeah, Steve, it's a real situation. Richard Blood is in the lobby, and the dick blood is right on the table. It's real. Look, it's all real, guys. It's all real. And now, since we're moving into the craziest, most chaotic, most well-anticipated pay-per-view of probably WWE history, TLC, I feel like... Are you getting paid by them? (laughs) Well, what are you talking about? Are you getting paid by them? TLC coming up on December 13th? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not... My whole goal is I'm not going to watch TLC uh, as it happens. I'm not going to tweet out. I'm not going to do any of that. My goal is... I'm gonna go on a date that night. Wow! Because this is my, this is my. It's not necessarily protest. It's my uninterest. Un- I I think a lot of the undercard's awesome. I think Kevin Owens, New Day, all that stuff sounds really exciting. I'm gonna take a little hiatus for a while. I'm gonna watch other cool shit. I'll watch some clips here and there. I still watch SmackDown for AfterBuzz, but Raw every week. I'm taking a hiatus and TLC, the main event. It's always predicated on the main event. The main event does not interest me. There's probably going to be a bunch of other stuff that does, but I sooner want to go on a date. I think night. that's an awesome idea. That's if anything, it's not out of protest. It's uh, you're letting all your stars align by skipping TLC. You are bringing a date into your life. Yeah, skipping TLC and watching TNA. Oh wow! <laughs> Just immediately going to have someone come over. You guys are going to watch a DVR of TNA Impact. Kind of hoping to be a girl <laughs> with your clothes off, <laughs> but oh. you know the dockouts. You know, just maybe uh, pull a maneuver or two and just ask her to derobe. Oh, let me just check the uh, wrestling soundboard. Oh, here we are, JR. What a maneuver! <laughs> um, well, that's my goal anyway. Are you all going to watch TLC? Are you all excited for what's happening right now? I'd be curious. Hit us up on Twitter. I would be curious, too. It's like, are you really guys going to punish yourself like that? Steve, you'd have to check our Twitter to know this. Sometimes I do. <laughs> wow. Sometimes he checks it, everybody. I'm always, I'm always, I always know that I've somehow stumbled into the Curtain Jerks Twitter uh, when I, I open it. And I'm like, look at all these at mentions. <laughs> Who the, what the, <laughs> what the, I didn't say nothing. Yeah, and then I'm like, ah, uh, cutting jerks. Yes. Uh, speaking of which, uh, it's time for jerk tweets. Follow us at Curtain Jerks on Twitter. Send us your hashtag jerk tweets. Uh, that's questions, comments, anything about the show, uh, whatever you're interested in. Pictures of you and your family, not pictures of your home address. Uh, yes. Don't do that. Uh, uh, speaking of which, uh, speaking of addresses, uh, <laughs> this is yours. <laughs> I was going to say, if you want to send us something now, we now have a PO box. Um, and if you if you feel like sending us something you want us to talk about on the show, or if you have something that's like, oh, you guys got to watch this and review this, uh, email. I've been us. collecting cat teeth since they mentioned it a hundred episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, I've got a Manila envelope full of tiny sharpies. If you're willing to pay the postage, well, then send it on over. And, and the, the appropriate paperwork. Yeah. Are there cat teeth in here? Yes. Well, then you can't send it. Yeah, you can't send that much currency through the mail. That's right. So, uh, yeah. Back. Email us at uh, curtainjerks at gmail.com, and I will send you the address that if you want to send us anything, you are welcome to do that. Any mail, uh, anything of the like, and we'll open it up and talk about it on the show uh, if it's not something scary. And uh, so, uh, jerk tweets. Oh, and please uh, mark him hashtag jerk tweets because sometimes I see stuff that's written to us and I'm like, the hell is that supposed to mean? 
Oh, I think that's a jerk tweet without the little hashtag <laughs> Death on Death to you and all Muslims. Hashtag yeah. jerk tweets. Oh, I think oh. it's a joke. Oh, I think he wants it right on the show. Yeah, I think he just wants us <laughs> to spread that message of hate. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. Simply Neil One says, If you could create the new Four Horsemen, who would you have in the stable? Hashtag Dash and Dawson new brain busters. That's a- <laughs> what was that Steve? <laughs> what was that? It sounds like a spice for steaks. Uh, Dash and Dawson? Mm-hmm. They are NXT guys. And I was going to bring them up here uh, so you could see who they are. Because, <laughs> quite honestly, I don't know who the fuck are they, they are either. Villains? Uh, no, they're not those guys. They're those guys. Oh, wait a minute. No, that's Samoa mm. Joe and Finn Balor. <laughs> Who's teaming with uh, uh, Zack Ryder right now in NXT? I believe that's Mojo Rowley. He's very intense. He's very intense. He's on that Breaking Ground show. That's where I saw him. Okay. Okay. Uh, <coughs> who'd you, uh, who would you have be a new Four Horsemen? Uh, are we going serious or are we going for jokes and bits? Steve, the show is always serious. <laughs> Never jokes and bits on this show. Well, I would say Owens and Cesaro. When's this Cesaro? Okay. Oh, Daniel Bryan and Samoa Joe. Boom. Four horsemen. Boom. What roles do they fit? Are, is it just the four coolest guys? Are you going for the types of like, oh, this is the flair type and this is the blade oh, well, type and we, these are the If Andersons. you want to be a historian about it, I just picked four cool guys. Is that, well, that's what I'm curious. Is like, I is picked four all, cool guys. Four cool guys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But that well, sounds awesome to me. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pick four of the most destitute poor guys out there that really need that horseman lifestyle of partying all night and getting paid and women and all that stuff. So right away, you're Ric Flair. That's Marty Jannetty. Okay. That's that's who that is. That guy can move. That guy can move. Uh, and he needs to move out of the cardboard box he's living in. Mm-hmm. So Marty Jannetty, number one, Ric Flair, right there. But I mean, I feel like you're also gonna need somebody who's got a, fi- a, ba- a background in finance. So I think you should also go with uh, the Million Dollar Man's bodyguard, Virgil. Oh, of course, yeah, Virgil. Uh, that's your Tully Blanchard. He's the enforcer. <laughs> or sorry, that's Arn Anderson, the enforcer. Yeah. So that's that's uh, Virgil right there. Is mm-hmm. uh, is that? Uh, uh, and then we've got. Um, we got Ole Anderson, the big bruiser. Yeah, all right. Big bruiser, but he's got you know you got to feed him all the time. So that guy goes through money left and right like crazy. Uh, so that's obviously King Kong Bundy. Yeah, totally. I'm gonna assume King Kong Bundy's not doing well. I don't know that to be the case. <laughs> he may be all right, but I haven't seen him in forever. They've not hauled him out on any uh, legend shows or anything like that. So we're gonna say King Kong Bundy for that role, and then we got Tolly Blanchard. The guy, a little smarmy guy, like the little, just, you know, he's always nagging at you. Yeah, I'm giving you the I totally know face. You know who Tully Blanchard is? I recognize him if he punched me in the face. <laughs> hey, that must be Tully Blanchard. Um, totally. they, got me, uh, they got me with that Hall of Fame ring. Yeah, they got, I think you, you clipped me with that Hall of Fame ring. Uh, and that, that's clearly Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Ah, clearly. Because, you know... Ford, yeah, Hogan's in a bad spot right now. He can't get Beefcake any jobs. No, no, no. You gotta if you can afford a giant pair of scissors, you can afford to roll with the four horsemen. <laughs> that's right. So that that's my four horsemen right there. Uh, 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 Marty Jannetty, um, Virgil, Virgil, San Martino. No, excuse me, King Kong Bundy, <laughs> King Kong Bundy, <laughs> and uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. 
and then also we've got here uh, from Queen City Psycho says, is Roman's new Empire gimmick better or worse than his attempt to steal Bo Dallas's gimmick? Believe that. Uh, he used to say believe that, right? Right. What's the Roman Empire? That's what he is now. He, it's it's the Roman Empire because he's Roman Reigns. Wow. And his fans are the Roman Empire. They're not the Romans? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> it's not. They're not his friends and countrymen. <laughs> e too, Ambrose. <laughs> oh, my God. That would have been so awesome if Ambrose had turned on him. And it was like, et tu, Ambrose. You know, everybody that said, I called it, Seamus doing that thing. That's the other thing they called was Dean Ambrose turning on them and everything. That's what I was sure that was going to happen. I thought Dean was going to be the guy willing to do whatever it took. You remember when those guys also called The Undertaker beating Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? (laughs) Yep, I sure do. Mm -hmm. Man, so many people called that. Yeah, they called it. And they were also right that it was the worst thing ever. Do you remember when they called Sting going over Triple H at Mania 2? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody calls it, you know. It's whether they stand behind it. Yeah, I, honestly, if you wanna, you wanna impress me, motherfucker, take the wheel. No, uh, <laughs> if you wanna impress me, you stand by that, like, that Ambrose won, or yeah, that he like, turned on Reigns. Bullshit. He's the guy of the night. He <laughs> stole the fucking show. Yeah, stand by it. Even if, it, even if you don't get it, I stand by it. I thought Ambrose. What I loved about Ambrose's Survivor Series was it looked like he got the shit beat out of him by Owens. Mm-hmm. And then he went and like, even though it was a ten minute short match, it still felt like they were still going. He kept his ripped shirt. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Showmanship. And now you can buy it on WWE auction. Yes. Dean Ambrose's uh, t- tablecloth arm. I got nothing. Wow, that's such a weird thing, right? That it's. That it's, you know, you've ha- you have all these options of how you're going to book it and write it and do it and everything, and that's the decision. And it all comes down to one guy, and he makes the final call, and then the audience goes like, wrong. <laughs> you did it wrong. And we don't know what's going to come. But I mean, also consistently, they're already calling wrong beforehand. True. They're calling wrong beforehand. Do you feel it was wrong? Did you walk away and go like, that was cool, or I didn't like I mean, it, or... Or Reigns. do you really wish, like, I wish this would have happened instead? If this would have happened instead, I, I'd be a happier fan. I think what's sort of interesting about it is when you have a clean win, it feels like a sort of there is a satisfying element of finality to it. Yes. So when you do add a money in the bank sort of changeover or sort of steal, it always feels like a to be continued. Like, you want a to be continued end- ending pay per view. Right. I think always like you do want a satisfying end, but also the to be continued is important, but then it so- doesn't always have to be a screw over. It could be someone showing up at the top of the ramp like, Oh, Oh, he's mad. Yeah. Or like the number one contender is saying it's your next, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think there's just something about adding that sort of extra explosion at the end of the movie where it's like the heroes walking <laughs> away and then the screen blows up for no reason to go into credits. That's yeah. kind of what it feels Co-executive like. Co-executive producer, Randy <laughs> Travis. Kaboom! <laughs> exactly. It's just sort of, and especially with Seamus, it wasn't like, wait, do you guys even know each other? <laughs> like, what's the... Like who, Triple H and Seamus? Or... or no, like Seamus and Roman Reigns. Like, there's just something about Did it. Did you guys meet ever? I understand it's the sweetest prize in sports entertainment, but like, 
I kind of like it's important to know who you're stealing that fruit from. Like you need to know who the farmer is if you're going to be sneaking onto his land to steal stuff. You know what I mean? I want to know what happens to the briefcase. It gets thrown away. Do they throw it it's away? It's like the Velveteen Rabbit, Scott. <laughs> the, there's a big plague scare and they have to burn the suitcase. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, it's a terrible, sad story. Poor little suitcase. Yeah. Uh, honestly, they should stop refurbishing it. I think it should just keep getting dented and worse every year <laughs> until they until it until just... one year. Whoever grabs the majority of the briefcase that may fall beforehand from hanging from the hook I, is the money in the bank winner. What I'd like is the next time somebody has to grab it off the hooks, it just spills open and just new paper falls out of it. <laughs> oh, no, my contracts. Uh, uh, Bill after one wrestling.com. Oh, uh, Bill after. I, he's shoving me with his old hands. Uh, Mr. After, please, we have a seat and a microphone Bill for after you. Wrestling.com. Scott, why don't you come over Bill to... After Scott, why don't you come over to Mike uh, 3? My, my name's Bill After. I know, but Scott, My name's Bill After, OneWrestling.com. Welcome to my show. Scott, come over to Mike 3. Don't let him push him out. Don't let him push him out. I am going to... I'm just going to go have... You're just going to stand there with your arms folded? I'm going to just think about what Enzo's doing to Burrito. <laughs> well... Now it's got a name. Bill after one wrestling.com. Thank you for coming on my show. Uh, Bill after we have some actually, breaking news. You're actually on the curtain jerks podcast. Thank you for joining us. Bill on after one wrestling.com. Thank you for joining me. What's your name? Uh, I Steve Sears. My I'm, name is Bill after from one wrestling.com. Thank you for coming on my show. Uh, as a emissary of curtain jerks. Uh, thank you for being on the show. Uh, well, thank you. Curtain Jake uh, for coming on. Uh, this is Bill after one wrestling.com. We have some breaking news. Seamus is a world heavyweight champion. Uh, yeah, I'm we breaking this news we right were, now. We were just talking about that. It's actually it was from pay per view about two weeks ago, right? I believe I just broke the news. Uh, Bill, Bill after one wrestling dot com, uh, digitally coming to you live. Uh, no, on December first, two thousand fifteen. No, it is. A, we it have is, a new champion. It is a podcast, so people can listen at their leisure. Uh, probably going live. I'm guessing December third or fourth. Well, that's uh, that's not the only news I have. Bill after one wrestling dot com. Breaking news. Lana and Rusev are engaged. Uh, uh, Mr. After, I feel like you're talking about a lot of things we've already covered on the show today. What are you, what are you talking about? Uh, well, so uh, even though there, Breaking are, news. there are microphones and you're talking, this is not actually your show right now. Breaking news. TMZ revealed through OneWrestling.com, Bill uh-huh. After, which is myself, Uh huh. Lana and Rusev are engaged. They are, in fact, To engaged. be married. Scott, I... Scott? Oh, never mind. Um, You know what, Bill... If you'd like to talk about these news items, we definitely can. You're breaking you? news. I just broke the news today. They are engaged to be married. Yes, they are engaged to be married. And uh, now, how do you feel about Lana and Rusev getting married? I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry? Well, I mean, you're reporting the news. How do you feel about it? I feel like an exciting thing to do is actually sort of give opinions about these news items. You're, you do have the liberty to do that if this is your show. Uh, well, of course it is. This is Bill after one Uh Please, you have full license to editorialize. How do you feel about Lana and Rusev getting engaged? Uh, I'm upset. Oh. Um, oh. I've, I've written several letters to uh, Lana, mm-hmm. and she's she's not uh, responded. Okay. Uh, per se. Um, every Valentine's Day, I send her a dog. Oh, you send her a dog. I send her a dog. Okay. A puppy to be growing into a dog. Okay. Once you feed it, water it, pet it, mm-hmm. I am that puppy. Oh. It is symbolism that I am the puppy. You represent the dog. I am the puppy. Okay. You look at me, you would think, is that man a puppy? Okay. I am a puppy. I can see it. I if you pet me it. enough, I will become a dog. Okay, I can understand that. She instead has uh, ended up with Rusev. It upsets me greatly, and uh, I'm dying on the inside. Oh, well, God. Uh, 
Bill, Mr. After, I'm sorry to hear that. That's actually incredibly tragic. I think Lana is definitely worthy of adoration. I think she's a very talented manager and character, and she's a, uh, got a great accent and very easy on the eyes. I think uh, I'm not surprised, Mr. After. I think it's definitely a, a, it could be very hard. But uh, this is this is not the reason why I started the show. Oh, okay. OneWrestling.com. Uh, I am here to break news to you, the wrestling fan. Do you mind if I ask you TNA questions? TNA has started a world title series. Okay, really? TNA has started a oh, world TNA. titles no, okay. tournament for the w- for the uh, for the world title. Now, if it was for the WWE no, anyway no, no. title, that'd be very that, interesting. That's good. I made a mistake, so surely we can fix that in the editing. And I can tell you, TNA has started a world series title tournament because Matt Hardy has given up the TNA World title. I, Breaking news. I feel like this is months old at this point. I at least about? know this is a, like, that was a several months ago. This can't be, I'm breaking the news now. Where, what's your source? Dave Meltzer. Da- oh, I, well, check the dates on those articles, because I think it's a little bit uh, farther back. I, I'm checking my newsletter. Okay. Oh, I believe this, that, are you about to tell me about the game Dishonored for uh, Xbox 360? This was an insert that came in the... He's got advertising. Yeah. Uh, I was checking my newsletter. Uh-huh. I went on vacation for a little while. Oh, where'd you go? Uh, I went to Florida. Ooh, where in Florida? Uh, Orlando. Ooh, Orlando. How was the weather? Uh, humid. That's <laughs> true. That is... And uh, was that for Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, yes, to go visit my, uh, my great-great-great-great-great-great-grandparents. Okay. They're still alive. And did you have... They're this? 478 years old. Uh, is that... Really? Yes, the afters are the eternal. Uh, where they... We go on living forever. Oh, okay. We cannot die. How... Now, uh, explain to me, is there sort of an emotional sort of cost you feel to being immortal? We cannot love. Uh, is that that you can't fall in love, or that by falling in love you put yourself in danger of the ultimate pain of watching something you care about age while you do not? I am told we cannot be loved. Oh, okay. Because we are abrasive. Uh, I, you know, I can understand that. Do you find me abrasive? I, you know, BillAfterOneWrestling.com, do you find me abrasive? Mr. After, I don't think that microphone is on, and I think you can get off the table. BillAfterOneWrestling.com, do you find me abrasive? I do find you abrasive My best friend Hulk Hogan once said I was abrasive. Really? Yes. Uh, Mr. And then he called me an N-word. Uh, Breaking uh, news, Hulk Hogan said the N-word. Uh, that was, that is a little bit older. That is a, like, that is, uh, not It's a very old word. No, it's, it's been said for a long time. It is not appropriate. Old, not appropriate. Um, have you ever been to Hogan's Beach, the restaurant? Breaking news: Hogan's Beach has closed down. Uh, yes, this is true. That's it's very sad news. Breaking all this news from the newsletter, Dave Meltzer's newsletter. I I have to say, is that maybe it's an older publication that you're getting your sources from? I was I was gone on vacation for quite a while. Uh-huh. Uh, the mail has been stacking up, so I'm getting all this out now. Uh, I'm sure we can release it at the appropriate times uh, digitally. I'm used to I'm used to used to sending audio tapes out to my listeners. Well, we're not going to be able to send anything out at back OneWrestling.com. Back in time. OneWrestling.com. Mr. Bill After. This is my show. Mr. After, is there anything you'd like to plug while, uh, while you're on our show? OneWrestling.com. Okay. Hosted by Bill After. <laughs> okay. Uh, hit the I want this button. Uh, so you get it. Is that an Amazon affiliate You link? get it all the time. Okay. All right. Uh, subscribe. The subscribe button. Uh, what? Uh, the subscribe button? Uh, I don't have a magazine anymore. Uh, no, no, it's a button that'll automatically download new episodes to you in iTunes. Oh, okay. Jim Ross is a close personal friend of mine. Oh, okay. I, you know what? I believe it. 
I know Jerry the King Lola. Uh, Mr. Raptor, thank you very much for having me on your show today. Well, you're welcome, Curtin Jack. <laughs> wow, Scott. I don't I, like that guy. I fear him. Now, do you hate and fear him or dislike him? I don't him hate him. him. I'm sorry. Do you dislike and fear him because you're always afraid that's what I don't want to become him. Yeah? Yeah, that's scary. Who do you fear of becoming in the wrestling world, Steve? Oh, jeez. Snitsky? Uh, I always am afraid that I'm going to get really bad posture. But I'm like, I feel like Booker T has really bad posture, but he works out so much that it's okay. Like his shoulder, he's sort of his. Like his, his head and neck sort of hang yeah. low. And, but he's like, he's super fit. I just, right. I'm not fit. My neck sort of cranes outward. For... I got that. I bend down all the time. I got shitty posture. because we're on computers all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take that outside. Information superhighway. Information superhighway. <laughs> so it's a it's an interesting time to be a wrestling fan. I am excited because there's all these other options out there. I watched... Oh, I should have said super cut Randy Orton. I'm really afraid I'm going to end up like super cut Randy Orton. Uh, Scott, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm like... afraid I'm just going to come out as just really strong Randy Orton. But I'm just terrified I'm going to end up like super cut Randy Orton. Oh, that'd be the worst. That'd he's, be. He's so cool. Like, it's so, like, he's gone. <laughs> I miss him. But when he is around and, like, he's like, he gives a shit, it is the coolest, weirdest stuff. He <laughs> is weird. There's so many guys injured right now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, um, I think it's exciting. To be a wrestling fan now, because there's so many options. I watched ROH this last week, uh, and they had a huge title match. It was super awesome between Jay Lethal and Roderick Strong. That was an awesome show. And then thinking on WWE and going, fuck, there's so many guys that I like that are injured right now. You got uh, Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, Mm -hmm. Cesaro. Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) Yeah. CM Punk. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. Mm-hmm. Classy Freddie Blassie. Yeah, just people that are injured, and I just want to see them on TV. Yeah, and it's not happening. I don't know how long I gotta wait until I see Luthez again on WWE television. You know, it's everybody says it's a circus, but you know, it's still real to me. Yeah, it's still real to me too. Damn it. So y- you know. Go check something else out. If if you are one of the fans... <laughs> just tell people to go read a fucking book. No, no, no. God, no. Don't read a book, for God's sakes. Don't do that. Unless it's a wrestling book. Let's be serious. Uh, now is the time, if you're like-minded, uh, like myself, with thinking that ah, I'm not into WWE right now, don't turn off wrestling. Go find wrestling somewhere else. Wrestling is amazing right now. And if you take time off WWE, you're going to be super excited when you go back. Exactly, because there's still stuff that fucking kicks ass that everybody's going to see and post. New Day's going to rock until they turn them face and ruin it. Yeah. Until the, until Vince McMahon writes comedy for them, uh, it's amazing. Oh, let's see what we can do here and make these black people really sing and dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, we're, then we're all screwed. Oh, these black guys think they can <laughs> sing and dance, huh? I'll show them a thing or two. Blackface, blackface, blackface. <laughs> That's what I'm back in. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's going. <laughs> so yeah, there's Lucha Underground. If you haven't seen any of that, go check that out. Ring of Honor, PWG. There's countless uh, other things. When's Wrestle Kingdom? Is that January? 
I believe so, yeah. And if you've never seen that, I mean, we hadn't seen it till last year. Last year was a big boom for them and then in the American like, market. Total poser. I was like, yeah, Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, number, Nakamura. Number 10. What about one through nine? Mm-mm. What? Yeah. I'm not going to watch that. I thought it was just one of those Japanese things where they put a number at the end to make it sound cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Fight Force 8. <laughs> don't, don't drop out on wrestling if you feel that, you know, one company has dropped out on you. Just change the channel. Just change the channel and get some wrestling stuff. Go to ProWrestlingLoot.com. Get your 10% off your first crate by using the promo code SCOTT. Be sure to do that. Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. That's another podcast I do uh, with Chuck Rice, Dill, Rutledge, and Johnny LaQuasto. If you thought we were funny, <laughs> finish it. Check out some real wrestling breakdowns in terms of a serious mood with the Wrestling Compadres. Yeah, well, all right. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Episode... Oh, you didn't think I was just going to talk major shit about them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, episode 100 is coming up next week. That is a live episode, which means that it'll be live at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you feel like calling in or jumping on live chat, that's all going to be set up. So you can Great opportunity for hate speech, guys. Yeah, hate speech, mm-hmm. uh, pro-curtain jerk speech, whatever you want. Just get in if on it. If you're a, a closeted 16-bits podcast fan, you can get in there and direct everybody to that also. Let yeah. them know, hey, when's the new Fire Pro Wrestling coming out for Dreamcast 2? And then everybody can be like, whoa, big scoop. Yeah, whatever. I mean, just jump in there. Derail the thing if you want. Or if you want to come in and have some actual conversation or do whatever. That's the opportunities there for you. I will be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. They're going to have calling guests. Uh, I know some of the staples that they're going for a Booker T, um, Mr. Anderson, Nigel McGinnis are, are set to be some ones they tap in. Maybe there'll be some surprises as well. So check that out. 16 bits podcast, video games and comedy that I do with Josh Callahan. That is good stuff as well. That's available on SoundCloud and on iTunes. We just did another best of episode. What better time to jump in than to get the best. So get Is that the best. just when you redo your best bits, or do you like edit them in? <laughs> no, Steve. We listen to it, and then we do it as we're listening to it. Oh, uh, I'm very topical. Oh, like it's that. it's it's so tough. It's 16 bits reacts to 16 bits. I like <laughs> no, it. No, we're just taking old bits and doing it. At some at some point, we're gonna do or a did best you of get a show. Get a flat tire or something. What? <laughs> <laughs> I can't show up. Put together a best of episode. <laughs> no, we were gone, and Josh put it together. I mean, at some point, we're gonna do a best of show. We've never done a best of show yet. I've never got a flat tire, so it's never happened. Uh, it's been four or five years now that we've done the show. Oh my god, you guys! So many bloopers. So many secret titbits. <laughs> titbits. <laughs> So at some point, I was going to ask you listeners out there what things to include on there. And, uh, you know, we'll probably do a Facebook poll or something like that. But go check that stuff out. Um, and let us know your thoughts on Survivor Series and all things WWE. Tweet us, uh, email us, all that good stuff. So for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things. These things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands. Uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to soundcloud.com slash curtain jerks. Follow us. 
like the episode. Comment. Uh, comment during. It. You could, You should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's, it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh, that was uh, quotable. And then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there. And if you're an aesthetics person, orange accents. Right? Orange is the new black, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be dated. <laughs> no way. No Jason way. Biggs. Jason Biggs. WCW champion if there is still around. Yeah, that's how it works. So it's the Orange is the new black WCW crossover. Jason Biggs is the new championship. That belt's almost as big as his head. It is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos. Uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos ideas. Videos ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. Uh, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.